Jesus Mercy, we're truly humbled and blessed to air live with you every Thursday from 3.30 to 4 o'clock in this, the hour of great mercy, the most powerful hour of the day, when his mercy triumphs over his justice. I am blessed to be your host for this half hour of divine power. My name is Joe Grady. Okay, beloved, we are 2,915 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And some who have asked prayers of us, we pray for our good, beloved sister in Christ, your friend of the, the family of mercy, uh, Sue, for all her stomach problems. We pray for Al, uh, for uh, he's going to have a cancer surgery. Pray for Jack for good test results, that he will not have cancer. Also for his daughter, Natasha, that he will not she will not have cancer. We pray for our good brother in Christ, Joe L., and his battle with cancer, and his wife, Deborah, and her battle with cancer, and the gentleman that brother Joe L. was able to witness to by the name of John, who also has brain cancer. And Joe tells the story about uh, he was going to get a new pair of sneakers because he walks a lot each day and he's been battling cancer for a couple of years and uh, he needed to uh, get his uh, sneakers re uh, replaced. So he was going to stop on his way home to this sneaker place and he just drove right by and forgot all about it and got home and just kind of like complained a bit to the Lord what am I doing? Why, how did I miss that? You know, and all. So he said, I'm going to go back the next day and all did the Lord have a great surprise for him. He met this fellow named John who has the same type of brain cancer, a younger man, about 35, who's kind of in the, in the same place, you know, getting a pair of sneakers or whatever. But he was very down and very despondent. He even asked Joe if he had this type of cancer he had. And of course, Joe, our good brother in Christ, witnessed to him and bolstered his spirits, even got his mother involved and encouraged them to turn to the Lord. But we see how God arranges everything in his holy arrangements. Only God could have set that up. That Joe was just driving by the place where he was supposed to stop the day before completely forgot about it. He was too tired to drive back. It was like a 20-mile journey from his house. God had it all arranged for the next day to give hope to this gentleman by the name of John. And we have to witness, beloved, we have to witness to a very hurting world out there. And it takes a lot, especially when we're hurting. That's what saints are made of when we're hurting one way or another to give witness to God, we could always and easily turn in on ourselves 
and say, oh, forget it, and woe is me, woe is me. But not a good brother, Joel. God bless him. And that's what God is asking of all of us, particularly at this time. When, beloved, you know, I give you maybe five or seven prayer intentions to come in, but I could do a whole program just on the amount of people that are calling, especially now with what's going on. It's incredible. And that's not even possibly a word that can describe the amount of hurting souls out there today. Also, we want to pray for a gentleman by the name of Frankie, that he will be safe. He's in Syria, deployed with the military. That means we look at things and we're honest with ourselves. We're being totally had by a diabolical government. Both sides of the aisle. They are itching. They are pining for an all-out war. And we know with who. Who's the evil empire now? That's the question. And that might just be the punishment that's going to straighten this nation out. Because if you are going against someone God has chosen to our blessed mother, that they will be converted, they are being converted, and your peace will be granted through their conversion. Woe unto us. As we have betrayed what we claim to be as one nation under God. And we are feeling the ill's effect of it all. You know, it's not a matter of doom and gloom. It's a matter of hope for those who have eyes to see and have ears to hear. But for those who do not, they are blinded to continue on their merry way. And that merry way is a road to total disaster. Exclamation point. Okay, beloved, our program on Thursday is dedicated to glorifying the great mercy of God. Today, we will speak on the tares and the wheat. Let's always choose the finest wheat, Jesus Christ, the living bread which came down from heaven. As our beloved King of Mercy. We digest Him to become like Him, so that we can become merciful as our Father in Heaven is merciful. So we've been hearing in scriptures the parables, right from the Gospel, and Jesus addressing His contemporaries at the time, who know exactly what He is speaking about. The tares, right, which are the weeds, they look exactly like the wheat until the actual harvest time. So the heads of the wheat turn golden brown, whereas the tars, the weeds, turn black. So if you eat the heads of the tars, you are poisoned and you will die. The Lord continues on, says, The harvesters are the angels at the end of the harvest, end of the world. And they will separate the good from the bad. Interesting enough, right? 
that the weeds, which are black, right, sin, they are burned up in the fires of hell, where the wheat, which is gloriously golden, will be shining bright in the kingdom of their father. So this analogy, this parable that our Lord is giving to us, brings us that hope that we, the wheat, who by the grace of God only, not think that we have earned, but that we have willed by our free will choice to try to stay in his life of grace. And staying in that life of grace, we become the wheat through the finest wheat, Jesus Christ, truly present in the Holy Eucharist, right? The body, the blood, the soul, and divinity. That that kernel will be ripe in our life when it is time for God to pluck us out of this world. That's why, beloved, we can have no fear. As the walls are caving in around us, that there is no doubt. But our hope is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Not any government of the world, not any one person, no matter who they might be, but only in the God-man, Jesus Christ, who is Lord. Again, exclamation, maybe double, triple exclamation point. And that brings us to our prayer as we pray each week, each day. Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Eternal Father. As we continue to make reparation from our hearts for the greatest sin of our age. Beloved, this is not rocket science. This is just choosing the good and asking God for his mercy, for his grace, to continue on the path of seeking out the kingdom of God. And that kingdom for those who are honest and true, who worship in spirit and in truth, is a kingdom of joy, not one of death and destruction, but one of life eternal. So this denial that Jesus Christ is Lord, and that is his just due over our poor lives. So the arrogant men, which is a perplexing concept, idea, or as St. John Paul said, a mystery of iniquity. And that mystery is started as it was with Satan by disobedience, which lays that inroad to death and destruction. To man in his insanity places himself before Almighty God. What arrogance. Thus he takes on the vile attributes of his father, Satan, the liar and the murderer from the beginning. So now from our hearts, let us proclaim to the mountaintops that Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 Jesus Christ 
is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. And every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth. And every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. And now we continue in that mode of prayer from our hearts. We pray this 13 times. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. So, beloved, in deep humility, we beg the Holy Spirit to come down from on high, not for our sake, poor sinners that we are, and poor prayers that we might be, but they help, as long as we pray from the heart. But through the purest heart of his greatest creature, the Blessed Virgin Mary, as St. Maximilian Colby said, she is creation's perfect response right to the tender love of God because she gave her will completely over to God and in that greatness of her free will God has so honored that that he chose her to be his mother and whatever request that she makes of God, he will answer. It might hurt a bit, the answer that we shall receive, but in the end, it will be for his honor and glory and for the best for our souls. And that's what's paramount, beloved, is the salvation of a soul with all this chicanery that has engulfed our nation and our world. Know that Jesus Christ is Lord. He controls the passageways of life and death. Not arrogant men, but Jesus Christ. And pleading with him for us is his beloved mother. Right? Creation's perfect response the apple of God's eye if you will and that apple is ripe because God has given her his love 
from the cross for her children who seek to do his most holy will. So from our hearts, let us pray. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Okay, beloved, this is the day we pray for our holy priesthood. Let's say St. Faustina's prayer for priests. Lord, give us holy priests yourself, maintain them in holiness. O divine and great high priest, may the power of your mercy accompany them everywhere and protect them from the devil's traps and snares which are continually being set for the souls of priests. May the power of your mercy, O Lord, shatter and bring to naught all the my torrents, the sanctity of priests, for you can do all things. Amen. And now, the first Thursday of the month, Right, which was dedicated as Priest Day by Pope Pius XI in 1934. We'll pray this prayer and thinking tomorrow of St. John Marie Vianney. We ask him to pray for our holy priesthood. He's the patron of the universal priesthood, right? designated, of course, by Jesus Christ, the eternal high priest. So we pray on Priest Day. Divine Savior, Jesus Christ, who has entrusted the whole world of thy redemption, the welfare and salvation of the world, to priests and religious, as thy representatives through the hands of thy most holy mother, and for the sanctification of thy priests, candidates for the priesthood and religious life, I offer thee this day, holy and entirely, with all its prayers, works, sacrifice, joys, and sorrows. Give us truly holy priests and religious who inflamed the fire of thy divine love, seek nothing but thy greater glory and the salvation of our souls. And thou, Mary, good mother, protect all priests and religious 
in the dangers of their holy vocation, and with the loving hand of a mother also lead back to the Good Shepherd those who have become unfaithful to their exalted vocation, have gone astray. Amen. Mary, Queen of the clergy, pray for them. All right, now we offer one golden Hail Mary for the five categories of the Holy Priesthood. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We pray our three Hail Marys for the release of the soul of a priest detained in the prison of purgatory. In honor of Our Lady and her flame of love. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace, thy flame of love, over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In honor of the Father, now in honor of the Son. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace, thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In honor of the Son, now in honor of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace, thy flame of love, over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Now, a couple quick announcements, beloved. Our radio bill for the month of July. Notice I said July. Not even thinking about August yet. We still owe for July $345. I want to thank Linda for her donation and our Holy Mass Apostle. Now, this is for August because it was paid off for July. Thanks be to God. But for August, for the Holy Priesthood, for the unification of the Holy Catholic Church of the East and the West, and the conversion of the New World Disorder, for all three of those Holy Mass Apostles, we owe $15. I want to thank Linda. She gave us a donation honoring Mr. Dan Morris's memory, God rest your soul, Dan, for his birthday, which was the 5th of August, Mary, St. Mary Major, but he actually went home to God on the 25th of March, which is the Feast of the Annunciation, and that's his true and celestial birthday. So thank you, Linda, and remembering Dan. If you'd like to send a contribution, it's a $5 stipend per Mass. It's just an offering, but the benefits are eternal and how we need them, especially for our priesthood, unification of the Holy Catholic Church of the East and West, and the dire, dire conversion of the New World Disorder, who is behind all this chicanery in our country and in the world. They are the enemy of God and his people. Huge exclamation point. 
So if you'd like to send a contribution in for the Holy Sacrifice of Mass, you can do so by sending it to My Jesus Mercy, 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. Again, that is My Jesus Mercy, 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA, 18453. Brother, I want to thank uh, Father Chris L.R., it was on last night. I think I told you last week it was going to be on at 5.30, but in reality it was on at 6.30. For doing that expose, it was about an eight-minute segment. Father spoke a little bit more, so it was actually more than eight minutes. And we're sending that to you on your emails, the actual video that was about eight minutes on the City of God of Mary's Land and the Divine Mercy Forum. And all that we're hoping to accomplish for our beloved Carmelites, for a pro-life home down in the Scranton area. One of the pigs we have on the farm is designated for the ladies down there. So uh, I named the pigs bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Couldn't resist. But there's a lot of food that can come off of these well-fed, not slop-fed, well-fed pigs and it will help many, many souls. So what is this Harvest House that we're praying for? The St. Charbel Harvest House on the Divine Mercy Farm? Okay, well, a Harvest House, okay, it's a timber-framed structure that will have a heating and cooling system and contain a commercial kitchen, a cold storage room, storage space, a dairy, and a milking parlor. It will also provide an educational space for farm workshops. Now, the Carmelites do not eat meat, okay? Of course, the eggs we've been providing, the vegetables, the fruits being sent down there to their temporary headquarters. Keep praying that they will come be with us sooner than later in life. Do we need St. Hildegard the cow? Well, we need Hildegard to provide milk, cheese, and dairy products, right? Butter for the beloved Carmelites and also to help the pro-life home. And those who are in need, and the numbers might swell as we continue on, beloved. That's why we need your help. Now, the price tag for this might seem a little steep to have everything said and done. It's going to be a, close to a half a million dollars. But by EWTN, if everyone, and that talking probably 10 million people who viewed this program with Father Chris Salar, just think if everyone just sent $1, and if that's what you want to do, just send $1 for this, we would be eternally grateful. Could you imagine if even everybody just sent 50 cents we would have more than enough to have this harvest house named after St. Cherbell. That's a long story. I'll to tell you more about that when I'm with you again, as we are running out of time. But we ask your heartfelt donations for the St. Cherbell harvest house, and we thank you for all your prayers, love, and support over these many years. We're in it through the eternal hall. Mass communion every day, staying at life of grace, confession. Live on in his love, beloved.
because that's all that we have left. Amen.